As is tradition for the podcast, we're not wearing pants. Wait a minute. You're dead. You'll be dead for 30 years. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of speaking, you're listening to Boohaha, a podcast which is at best quarterly uh, and uh, about ghosts, ostensibly, more often than not, and probably increasingly leading up to the November presidential elections, it's going to be a political podcast, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, In the meantime, it is a podcast about ghosts and tangents. And this week, my very special guest is my partner, Anda Arroway. Whee! (laughs) Hello! (laughs) I think that's the first we as (laughs) as an introduction that we've had. Sounds right. Yeah, I I appreciate your enthusiasm and the fact that you decided (laughs) to record this while going down a slide. I love that we are actually currently sitting six feet apart from each other, despite the fact that we sleep in the same bed as i have said to my audience regularly this podcast will be responsibly socially distancing (laughs) no matter what (laughs) don't touch me (laughs) yes i say responsibly socially distancing if i'm entirely honest for recording purposes it's just to get clean audio yeah like (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of what i thought (laughs) <laughs> the not getting coronavirus knock on wood is just a fringe <laughs> benefit of getting clean audio. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so yeah, welcome to Buhaha. I'm yeah. I'm glad you could be here. Um and it's it's definitely not because there will never be another chance to go through the book that we're going to be going <laughs> through because I don't know anybody else who's from where you're from. But uh, we'll we'll get to that in a Jiffy Pop. I mean, it's not like it's that rare. I (laughs) genuinely don't think I know anybody else who's from where you're from. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're you're talking it up quite a bit. It's really, (laughs) it's really as far as flyover states go. It's one of the most flyoverable. So you're from the Morlock Kingdom beneath the (laughs) Earth's crust. Tell me more. Every week, I gather my nearest and dearest to a campfire that I build in my living room, much to the chagrin of my landlord, and regale them with spooky tales of sea apes, sasquatches, and yeetuses. Gotta yeet the yeetuses. I don't know what a yeetus is. It's just, I have a list of spooky things, and the yeetus is on there. Ooh. Um. Are they just the uh, aborted babies that get yeeted into the dumpster? (laughs) I'm wondering now if I, in an attempt to be funny, like pluralized yetis <laughs> as yetuses. Um, the Yatai. <laughs> isn't that that Jedi planet in, 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 what was that one Star Wars that I really hate? The Last, the last Ranger? Jedi? Well, uh, no, I, d- I didn't care for that one either. No, the uh, other one, it's like. Rogue One? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I those are my two favorite of the Star Warses. <laughs> I haven't seen the last one. Uh I know it's bad. I don't care. Uh those are my two favorite Star's War. Um that that is entirely fair. I think existing in a vacuum, The Last Jedi 
is look, I love Ryan Johnson. Knives Out is fantastic. Uh, it should be a federal crime to give the middle movie in your trilogy to some guy <laughs> who who is not the guy who directed or wrote the first one. Yeah, and yeah. then when it comes to the third part of your trilogy, to give it to some other guy. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair and valid point. Uh, however, I find it very fascinating that it's actually uh, setting up something to be non-dual. It doesn't have to just be good or evil. Uh, there can be some other in-between that is either both or neither. Uh, and in such a such a way, so is, in fact, my belief about the supernatural. <laughs> it doesn't okay. just have to be. Stop trying to get this podcast back on track. <laughs> We're on a tangent and we're going to stay here. I just want to be Norm, okay? I just want to be Norm from Tested. That's all I want to be, the king of segues. That's fair. I Well, as somebody whose segues are notoriously bad, <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, Star Wars is garbage. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, every, every week I gather my nearest and dearest to tell spooky tales Um as is always the case, I have gathered some spookery tales from your neck of the woods, uh, which is Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, I really, I really did build it up. Perhaps <laughs> yeah, a it's bit. really not that you know far out. Although I was uh, the the county that I grew up in is called Boone County. We are literally in the boonies. <laughs> that's something <laughs> yeah um yeah uh like i don't know like a couple of years back when jay leno still had a, a night show or whatever um <laughs> um uh, i like the rest of america have not thought about jay leno in five years really i think about his denim on denim all the time oh that's right it's so good he just has like he just has cars now that's what he does he's just a car guy yeah anyway uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, back when Jay Leno still had a TV show, um, there was uh, this picture of a sign that was actually my exit to go to my house out in Boone County, um, and it was uh, left, you can go to Brownsburg, and if you go right, you can go to Whitestown. <laughs> <laughs> And Whitestown was just this like little tiny like four block district that was just like in the middle of these four country roads that just happened to kind of coalesce in this area. Uh, and then Brownsburg was like a real town. <laughs> As with all things white, underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Quite. So what is Indiana? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no, it's one of those weird places where like, you know, we live in a state that's pretty aggressively filled with people from other states. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, not so much Indiana. Are they just keeping them there? Um, I've met a few, actually. Uh, yeah, bizarrely, I'm actually doing a film shoot uh, in a couple of days with some folks who are flying up here from L.A. I have met a fair amount of Hoosiers out here. Um, yes, I don't know. Surprisingly, I guess... I don't know. When I first moved here, people kept telling me that, like, you'll end up meeting a bunch of people who 
like your friend group will end up being people who migrated from the same place. Um, and that's been a little bit true. Like I have friends here. My main friend group is from Minneapolis, which is a place that I visited a lot. Hmm. Is it like when you take a sea sponge and you blend it up and you mix it in with other blended up sea sponges and eventually they all coalesce into their original species? It must be. That sounds right. It's, I'm going <laughs> it's to assume the only explanation. <laughs> I'm going to assume that it's that. Um, <clears throat> um, so yeah, this will be probably based on my experience, unless I decide to do a podcast <laughs> with Caroline from the dog park's husband, who works in Indiana. Huh. Um, yeah, I know, right? Um, unless I decide to do a podcast with that tangential person in my life. Uh, this will be the only chance to dip uh, to dip into spooky Indiana. Spooky, spooky, by Sultry Sassenberg. <laughs> Good old S. E. Schlosser, the the writer of so many of these spooky, spooky books. <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, uh, well, let's get back to firing the gun that you so aggressively jumped earlier. <laughs> uh, tell me about your belief in the supernatural. Yeah. Um yeah. I I think my belief in the supernatural is fairly complex. Um I don't think I've necessarily had any sort of like specific ghost encounters or spooky conundrum. Uh <laughs> Spooky Conundra is my <laughs> album. <laughs> You're welcome. It's my band's self-titled EP. <laughs> By the Schlosser Five. <laughs> it's it's just called the Schlosser family and we all like wear white robes. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, um complex spookiness. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I like many teens, uh, did a lot of like graveyard ghost hunting etc uh with one notable exception that my grandpa when i was 10 years old um bought the county jail um, i'm sorry what <laughs> um when i was 10 years old my grandpa bought the county jail at an auction um how much did he pay for it? i think it was it was fairly cheap it was like a hundred thousand dollars like <laughs> It's like that episode of The Simpsons where Bart buys a factory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. It was like in the it was in the square, um, like the town square, right across from the courthouse. Um, yeah, and it was it's uh three story was um I think went out of function in like nineteen ninety two. Um uh yeah. Very spooky. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What, um, what What did he do with it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, that was that was the big question. Uh, what are you going to do with it? Why did you buy this? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to what set up thinking? a really depressing petting zoo. <laughs> well, so uh, eventually, eventually he was able to sell it. Uh, he tried for many years to sell it, but it just wasn't going to sell or whatever. Um, but it finally sold uh, and became a brewery and restaurant. So <laughs> that's that's that. <laughs> 
Did they keep like instead of booths, was it cells? Like yeah, can... <laughs> ah, cool. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, uh, and there's like this spot out front where you can get your picture taken with the actual electric chair. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's grim. <laughs> I have this great photo of my mom, uh, like standing next to it with this like smile grimace on her face. Uh, just not sure what to do with it. Not sure what to do with herself. But um, yeah, I think for for most of the time that I got to explore that freely, uh, it was just like locked away somewhere, and I never found the actual electric chair again. Uh, but yeah, there was some there was some spooky times in there for sure. I can't get over how incredibly. <laughs> So, okay, was it the restaurant's choice to keep the electric chair as, like, a fun prop? Yeah. Well, I mean, so, like, you know, it was, like, we put it in storage in one of the, like, garage rooms or something. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> with with the guillotine and, and all of the extra one... blood. <laughs> <laughs> one time. <laughs> uh, one time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, there are some stories from this place for sure. One time... I was up on like the third floor. So there the ceiling is made of metal. The whole thing is made of metal because it's a jail. And uh the ceiling was these like giant like 10 by 12 foot panels or something. They were huge. And one day we went in there and one of the panels had moved like from up in the attic and it was like shifted over and a single like noose had fallen onto a bed below. And that's maybe uh, that's that's the spookiest thing that happened there for sure. Uh, Nobody knows where it came from. Hell. <laughs> it came from hell. Yeah, absolutely the spookiest thing. So wait, okay, when you say like me- 10 by 12 metal panels, you mean like 10 foot by 12 foot or yeah. do you mean like so like those must be incredibly heavy, right? It may not be 10, I might be overestimating. It might be it might have been like I don't know. It was, it's pretty big. I'm like looking at the ceiling to try and get an idea of it. And it's about half of our living room. Which I guess would be like maybe six by 10. Our living room ceiling is made out of six by 10 metal panels. (laughs) And uh, all of the insulation is old nooses. So it's fitting. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a ghost. What you just described is a ghost. Well, all right, that (laughs) solves it. Unless grandpa had a killer sense of humor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that would have been fantastic. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I bought a jail for a really, really elaborate practical joke. <laughs> we do have very dry humor in my family. You're welcome, grandchild on a podcast in two decades. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so no... You you said complex belief in the supernatural, so nothing like concrete spooky, but you know maybe's. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much right. Um, okay. Lots of just like general vibes, general feelings. Um, a couple of things where it's like, oh god, I definitely feel like I saw something, but could never really substantiate it myself, and like you know say like I definitely saw a ghost. Um, I don't know. A lot of my friends like. Uh, had ghosts growing up and stuff like uh, a pet <laughs> no just like you know like a kid outside their window uh, you, you know just like normal normal uh country ghosts 
the Midwest sounds fun. <laughs> like the only the only people outside my windows as a kid were like neighborhood meth heads. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary, but in a different way. Yeah. Um, okay, so like folksy ghost situation. Yeah, I okay. guess so. Yeah. Fair. Um, uh, well, so now that we now that we've taken care of uh, that and and learned about the jail, which uh-huh. I'm amazed that are there pic so there are pictures oh, of the electric yeah. chair. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, well, there's like one picture of the electric chair uh, that I have. But is the restaurant still there? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's yeah. I think it got sold there in like 2015. Uh, is maybe when that got started up. Um, yeah, did, they were like talking about it for a couple of years before it actually happened. Did do okay. Do, so we could go to the website and see if they still have the electric mm-hmm. chair. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like one of the attractions right out in like the. So the whole thing is set up so that like the stairs are in the center, and the reason for that is so that um, if you actually managed to escape a jail cell, the only way that you could get out was through this like one main chamber. Uh, so it's really easy to just like police it. And so then the other half, um, is like the offices and, uh, there were like two bedrooms up on the third floor, actually three, uh, where you could, um, you know, you could live there. (laughs) Yeah. There were, there were a couple bedrooms for like the sheriff and the deputies so that somebody was always there. Sure. Um, so people would take shifts and live there. Um, yeah, uh, there were a couple of different uh, like solitary confinement uh, chambers, and yeah, you know, lots of graffiti and stuff. Uh, what part of the restaurant are those now? <laughs> uh, those are the booths. Oh God, no! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so like, I'm I'm not the biggest like spooky vibe kind of a guy, but if I were to find myself like you know eating a a porterhouse steak in what used to be a solitary confinement booth i would imagine it might adversely affect my meal (laughs) do you feel like hundreds of people have suffered here horribly Mm -hmm. like crime against humanity like inhumane conditions kind of suffering Mm. Mm. pass me that herb butter (laughs) (laughs) the midwest is fun um As 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 uh, as we always do here. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of segues, I'm gonna dive going off a cliff on one. Um, I've collected some spooky tales from from your home state, and um, none of them will be as scary as Mike Pence, but we will try. <laughs> the truly the most terrifying thing. Oh, jeez. In Indiana. <laughs> so. May I tangent? Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things that Mike Pence ever did in Indiana, he was a horrible, horrible governor, obviously. Yeah, he's um, like a ghoul, like yeah. an actual ghoul. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a wax figure that came to life, and that's just his physical manifestation. <laughs> a series of really bigoted mice found their way into a wax work. <laughs> <laughs> now that's just mean to mice. <laughs> no mice could be as bigoted as mice pence. <laughs> <laughs> oy, 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 oy. 
Uh, yeah, Mike Pence made this really fun thing called the cultural trail, which connects all of the different, I know, uh, <laughs> it's like a bike and walking path that connects all of the rich neighborhoods to <laughs> Indianapolis property. By like a, like a segregated skyway that the poors can't get to or like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's meant to like go through all of the areas that have been properly gentrified, essentially. Um, Mike Mike Pence heard about that train in the Hunger Games and really ran with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, my very favorite thing about the cultural trail and what Mike Pence did there was that the advertising campaign for it in order to make it popular and successful uh, was based around the song get down on it (laughs) (laughs) which of course he had no idea about in kind of an ongoing tradition of mike pence not knowing what songs mean the song that played him off at the republican national convention yesterday or the day before was ymca (gasps) (laughs) like (laughs) what's happening (laughs) does he not know what music is boy Oh, boy. It's like it's gone so far that it's plausible that he actually is like so in the closet that he's making these cries for help. Like, if so, it would be genius. He's coming up in like the Lindsey Graham uh, quadrant of of the closet. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's almost like it gets to a certain point and it's like it's like Tobias Funke is like like uh, uh, anus tart license plate like. mother <laughs> god a literal motherfucker as you said earlier um <laughs> yes so <laughs> yes mike pence a literal motherfucker <laughs> um so speaking of motherfuckers here are the stories <laughs> again i'm bad at segues um so yeah, pulled together a couple. Some of them are from uh, closer to your area. Some of them are further afield. Uh, I'll give you the rundown. All right. <clears throat> First up, we have Stiffy Green. Ooh, Stiffy Green. Uh, then we have Granny's Revenge. Ooh. Then we have Dog Face Bridge. Dog Face Bridge. <laughs> Bridge face dog. Hi, I'm Dog Face Bridge. <laughs> Would you like to buy my orthodontia? <laughs> Grr. <laughs> um, then uh, Bloody Mary Wales. Ooh. Wait, wait, Wales like uh, the the place or the uh, animal? <gasps> oh, that sounds but great. I'd like to. I'd like to qualify that. I believe that is a last name. Huh. Like I, I don't think it's about. Okay, Stiffy Green. Like whales playing Bloody Mary in. I, what would <sighs> a what would an, a whale's mirror be? Huh. Ice. It'd be ice. Yeah, yeah. I could see ice, or I could see it could even just be like the surface of water. The shiny hull of a battleship. That too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The bleary uh, eye of a sea monster mm-hmm. <laughs> way out in the depths. <laughs> it's bigger than the whales. It's just a bunch of teen whales just like being real spooked. Oh. Like, Bloody Mary Whale. Bloody yeah. Mary Whale. I wonder, I wonder like if 
if like if teenagers of animal species are as stupid as human teenagers i feel like i've seen like teenage elephants like ransacking jeeps (laughs) so i'm gonna say yes (laughs) that's great that's great i wonder i wonder if it has to do more with like the you know period of time in which it takes to develop uh yeah and especially because like humans have to develop outside of the womb basically yeah. well because like fawn was a teenager mm-hmm. up until i guess she still kind of is and she's kind of a pouty weirdo sometimes yeah 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 she's got a lot of opinions about crossing the street <laughs> yeah i think if she were able to run with a pack of of troubled weirdos uh then yeah she might get into some real trouble <laughs> i think fawn is very much the sitting in the corner reading a book teenager <laughs> yes she is an inside dog yeah she <laughs> she's a real like uh i don't know edgar Allan poe and hot topic kind of dog <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, and then anyway, you were saying there that's was right. a segue. We had a list. Something about a cliff. Yep, I went off just like uh, like the CEO of Segway um, died doing what he loved, <laughs> looking like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then... uh, I saw a boy learning how. Oh man, I'm I'm ruining your segue yet again. Anyway, this is a segue about segways. Uh, I saw a boy getting a lesson from his father about how to ride one of those little hoverboards. He was maybe like seven years old. Uh, It's just like the great American pastime, you know, like passed down from generation to generation. Father teaching his son how to ride a hoverboard. Yeah. And then the son tries to ride it over a puddle of water and it stops moving. And then the dad points at him from the distance and says, you don't have power. (laughs) And then they go through the courthouse window and Marty McFly's son is exonerated. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great American stories. Yeah. Then four-year-old Elijah Wood is there. It's great. Yep. Then we have the night shift and Hatchet Man. Hatchet Man. Any of those strike your fancy? Well, definitely Bloody Mary Wales. We've got some Bloody Mary bloody Wales. Yes, bloody wear males. <laughs> bloody wear whale. Um, okay, so you're so. Do you want me to read them through again, or do you want to? Oh no, I want bloody males. All right, you want you want bloody male wares. <laughs> yes. All right. Give me that antivirus software. Malware, unlike malware, just like opens up when you didn't ask it to and then just like tells you things that it thinks you don't know about the files that you're trying to access. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine you know, this being... file type was actually uh, invented for uh, for Windows. Oh, God. It's like that paperclip guy, except that it pops up just all the time. <laughs> it has a fedora and it wants to tell you about how you have fewer brain folds. <laughs> Yeah, he's just a feather in a fedora. <laughs> Mailware. <laughs> Don't let your computer get it. Stay it safe. Looks, it looks like you might be trying to vote. Would you like no help? 
How about if I actively stop you? <laughs> Could I make this harder for you in any way? It's only marginally worse oh, than the man. actual software. If, uh, oh boy. I would absolutely love to know if there was one person in the world who found Clippy useful and helpful and didn't want him to go away. That is something that I would very, very much like to know. Any listeners out there, if you know of anyone who liked Clippy and wanted him to give helpful suggestions to you while you did your work, please let me know. Please. I feel like... Like, the first time I ever opened up a program and Clippy popped up, I was excited by it for a moment. I'm like, cool, it's a thing that's going to help me uh, make, like, a tab stop or something. Like, uh, Yeah. Um, and then after several minutes, it, it lost its luster for me as a, you know, eight-year-old child. <laughs> yeah, which is basically the target demographic for that. You would think. Yeah, <laughs> it would. It should have been. It should have been perfect. They tried. So anyway. Uh, Anywho. Bloody whale malware. <laughs> bloody, bloody malware. Um, this is from Lake County. I feel like, uh, is, that where, is that where Townsend is from? It's up there, right? Like it's kind of like northeast. It is very top left. Oh. Oh, Okay. Oh, so like by the lake. No, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. So for all you listeners out there, Lake County is the one that's like right in that little, uh, the bottom loop of uh, Lake Michigan. So that little spot that gets cut off at the top left of Indiana. Anywho, bloody malware. Old Man Wales was a 19th century farmer who loved money more than anything except his wife. In his lust for wealth, he supplemented his farm income by catching runaway slaves who were escaping to freedom through Indiana. Oh, jeez. Do you want to pick another one? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. All, All right. right. What are those options again? Okay, so we've got, we've got Stiffy Green, Granny's Revenge, Dogface Bridge, The Night Shift, and Hatchet Man. The night shift sounds fun, but also, what was the one right before that? Dog face bridge. <laughs> dog face bridge. Dog face bridge. <laughs> is it that the dog is facing a bridge, or is it that the bridge has the face of a dog? I mean, that remains to be seen, but based on my experience with fawn and bridges, dog not want face bridge. Mm, yeah, maybe it's both. We hope, <gasps> we can but hope. Okay, so dog face bridge. When my friend Diane suggested that we go to Dogface Bridge to celebrate Halloween, I thought it was a great idea. Ooh, boy. <laughs> oh, thanks, Diane. <laughs> at, at this point, I'm going to assume... At this point, I'm going to assume that this is a story that takes place before television or entertainment or fun drugs. They always are. <laughs> it's like, I always assume that a spooky story that's in a book is going to be before television. Uh, you would think, but then, like, you know, suddenly sappy schloppers all like, eh, and then the CD player came on and played Limp Biscuit. Yikes. Um, Spooky. But <laughs> nothing is scarier than Fred Durst. Um, 
But yeah, like, I don't know. If, if somebody were to come up to me and be like, let's go to a bridge, I'd be like, well, I mean, we could just get drunk at a party and throw pumpkins at things. <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean, being from a small town, I can see it. Let's go to the bridge. There's a lot to do. You can be on the bridge. You can be under the bridge. You can be around the bridge. <laughs> you can be on the bridge, but on the other side of the bridge. I take back all the fun stuff I said about the Midwest earlier. <laughs> Um, yeah i've hung out on bridges (laughs) i had heard stories about the haunted bridge all my life but i'd never visited it so i called my girlfriend lisa and diane called her boyfriend cliff and the four of us oh hi i'm cliff um the four of us drove out to the bridge together at dusk to watch the sun go down and wait for something spooky to happen We decided Diane should drive her car. I love that they just expect that something spooky is going to happen for no reason. All that they've done is like expect a night to occur. We spent, if it's the 40s, like two bits on a tank of gas. And we have like, you know, a a paper wrapped bottle of like old Harper or something. (laughs) Were they like expecting the Zodiac killer? (laughs) I hated Diane, and I hope that she got murdered. (laughs) Um, uh, We decided that Diane should drive her car, since she had a lead foot and was always getting speeding tickets. (laughs) Um, As I said to Lisa, when you're investigating the supernatural, you want somebody fast in the driver's seat, just in case you need to make a quick getaway. That is absolutely true. All of the ghost hunting and trespassing that I ever did, I always parked the car backwards. Yep. Always back into the haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Diane sat with Cliff in the front, and Lisa and I snuggled in the back as we drove and drove and drove through the darkening countryside. The place truly was in the middle of nowhere. To take our minds off the long drive, Diane related the history of the haunting as she'd heard it in school. What Ooh, class is that? Local history 101. <laughs> yeah, just your regular like school class about hauntings. It's, it's one of those classes where like, you know, when they're telling you about, you know, colonial days, they'll like get somebody in from the local... <laughs> recreation born they come in and like you know sackcloth and they tell you about fur traders nice but nice. in but in this case it's just a dude in like a union suit with a shotgun being like dog face bridge dog came out there at night got them all <laughs> yeah it's just that one weird history class yeah <laughs> everyone um. has to take it <laughs> Sometime around 1950, so okay, this happens much <gasps> after 1950, if, oh. the, if the, the haunting thing happened in 1950. Oh, shit. Um, so sometime around 1950, a newly married couple was leaving San Pierre on their honeymoon trip. They were driving down Route 1100 West. Huh? 1100 West? I don't know that one. All right. So they're in a town that may or may not exist driving on a road that oh, is I, unknown. I don't know everything about Indiana. 
So they were driving down Route One Eleven Hundred. <laughs> route Eleven Hundred. They were driving down Route Eleven Hundred West, laughing and chattering excitedly about their new life together as they drove. <gasps> oh, San Pierre is really close to Monticello. Uh, <clears throat> Monticello. The Midwest gets everything wrong. Uh, yeah, San Pierre is really close to Monticello, which is where we had like a little like cottage on the lake where we would like you know go vacation when we were. It smelled like mold, and we played. <laughs> christian video games it was great <laughs> and that's where grandpa stored all of his extra electric chairs <laughs> um, uh-huh. uh, so they're driving down route 1100 west laughing and chattering excitedly about their new life together as they drove over the first bridge and headed along the narrow road toward the second the husband had just steered the car onto the second bridge when a dog came trotting toward them from the far end the brand new husband swerved and swore. No, the brand new husband swore and swerved to miss the creature, but the car skidded, <laughs> knocking the Yar, dog. Yar, he mighty. <laughs> rawr, 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 big dog bump car. Egads. <laughs> That's uh, how we say it in the Midwest. That sounds right. Uh, but the car skidded, knocking the dog off the bridge and plunging after it onto the water below, into oh, the no. water below. <gasps> Did you ever see that movie, Lawn Dogs? Is that why Sam Rockwell jumps off of the bridge? Because he's a lawn dog? <laughs> Never mind. It's not. Carry on. I don't know what Indiana is. I don't have answers to these questions. <laughs> the dog and the couple died instantly. Well, they don't know that. Yeah. They could have drowned. Yeah. It could have been a long time. They could have floated down river a little ways and like landed ashore on some kind of island, but they didn't know how to swim. And so they just like tried to forage what they could, but they only had one blueberry bush and that was all. And so they ate as many blueberries as they could, tried to eat a lot of leaves and they were just too waxy and they had weird poops. And then they both died of diarrhea. It could have been, it could have been that. And then the dog ate them. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been that. We don't know. It may not have been right away. Oh, there's an asterisk here. It says that happened. (laughs) (laughs) I knew Um, it. I knew it. Gruesomely, the heads of both the dog and the bride were severed from their bodies during the accident. Oh, oh, okay. So I guess it did happen. All right. (laughs) The woman's head was found in the wreckage of the car near her dead husband, but her body was missing. And the dog's body was found lying half in and half out of the water, but its head was missing. The old switcheroo. <laughs> it's like Mars attacks. You mean switch a <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a real it's a real Sarah Jessica Parker and Mars attacks situation. Yes. <laughs> um, so okay, lady's head yes, lady's body no, dog's head. No, dog's body, yes. Okay. Okay. So, weird accident. I like their car was covered in knives for this to have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, shocked and saddened by the tragedy, the town determined that the road was too dangerous and they closed the bridges. Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't sound like America in the 50s. Yeah. Like, do you remember how long it took for seatbelts to catch on? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can see it if it's like a small town and everyone's kind of skeptical. If it's the mayor's dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, or just if Superman wasn't there, yeah, you know? Yeah, 
Um, maybe maybe it was aliens. Maybe that's how it happened. It wasn't the bridge. It was aliens. That's why we have to close the bridge. Look, S.E. Schlosser is a hack, so that might be the case. Um, <laughs> shocked and saddened by the tragedy, the town determined that the road was too dangerous and they closed the bridges. And that was the end of the story. Until rumors sprang up from the farmers and the other townsfolk living near the sealed up bridges. They talked of a bright light that appeared on the road. <gasps> aliens. It might be aliens. We don't know. And came swiftly towards the first bridge before disappearing abruptly. Rumors also spread of a phantom dog barking and of a grotesque monster with the body of a woman and the head of a dog. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> No, it really is a Sarah Jessica Parker situation. That nightly roamed the path between the two bridges. It was said that if the dog woman caught a person walking on the old road, she would chase after them, barking shrilly. Sexist. If it was a boy dog, that wouldn't that's not what they would be saying. <clears throat> well, how big is the dog? <laughs> I hope that it's like a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, I hope so too. It's it's like one of the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers movie, just like a giant body with a tiny, tiny head. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, to give it the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> so that it's it doesn't have to be sexist. I hope it's a really small dog. Yes, <laughs> or like a really tiny lady, but a really big dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I bet that would sound really weird. <laughs> um, if her cold hands and sharp dog teeth caught the trespasser before he or she reached the first bridge, then the victim's body would be wrenched apart and eaten, the tattered remains cast into the river where the dog and the couple had lost their lives. I wonder if, I, I wonder if this, like, human body with dog head... Walked like a dog or like a human? Like, did it walk on its back feet or did it walk on all fours? If a human body with a dog's head wore pants, would it wear them like this? <laughs> if they reached the first bridge in time, the monster would turn away to lie in wait for its next victim. As Diane finished her gruesome tale, Lisa shivered in my arms and squealed, Oh my gosh, we should turn around, we're going to die. <laughs> Ah, oh, Lisa. Lisa, why do you have to be like this? Lisa, you're embarrassing me in front of Diane and Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to die, I reassured her. I'll protect you. I was bluffing, of course. <gasps> if the dog was... Jack, <laughs> what, a, what a dick. <laughs> I, it feels reasonable. If the dog woman existed, there was no way I would be able to save anyone from it. <laughs> Except maybe by running really, really fast. <laughs> um, but Lisa liked my swagger and she cuddled closer as we turned onto the old road <laughs> leading toward the bridges. And I thought about which of my friends and loved ones I could outrun. <laughs> Some real malignant sociopathy here. Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> So, it was a narrow road full of potholes, and Lisa grew more and more nervous as we drove down the, in the darkening twilight. Diane flipped on the headlights, and Lisa screamed shrilly, pointing, a light, uh, pointing at a light shining ahead of us. It's the ghost light! <laughs> oh, no. 
It's just a reflector off the bridge, Cliff said calmly from his forward vantage point. Relax, Lisa. Yes, because bridges have shiny, bright, gigantic reflectors, mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah, of course. You got to make your bridge shiny, otherwise moths hit it. <laughs> but Lisa was trembling so hard I knew we'd have trouble getting her out of the car. <laughs> Diane, m- meantime, I think, sh- I think she means meanwhile. Diane, meantime. Yeah, Diane, meantime, was doing a tight K-turn so that the car was aimed back down the road. <laughs> I like K-turn as opposed to three-point turn. Yeah, you know, so it's it's the it's the sixties or whatever. Um, but yeah, so Diane did a K-turn. Did a K-turn so that the car was aimed back down the road in case we needed to make a quick getaway. Yes, always back y- in. Always. You were correct. As soon as Diane turned off the engine, Cliff bolted out of the car with his flashlight and headed, whooping towards the bridge. Whoop, whoop, I'm whoop. in danger! My name's Cliff, whoop, whoop! <laughs> he whoops. As I predicted, Lisa refused to leave the car. <laughs> Finally, Diane handed her the car keys and made her get into the driver's seat. You be our getaway driver, Diane said. Oh no, that's not a good idea. The one person who's the most shaky mm-hmm. and the most trembly and has the least amount of nerves is not the person that you want to be reacting in a terrifying situation when everyone is screaming and yelling. Sit here, I've covered the keys in butter and put some tape over the ignition, so you're good to go. <laughs> um... I paused for a second at the road's dead end to stare into the bridge, uh, to stare at the bridge, to stare at the bridge, standing just in front of the other, standing just in front of the barrier blocking cars from crossing. I'd pictured a modern kind of a bridge with guardrails, but it was one of those really old steel structured bridges. Looking at it made my, made goosebumps creep up my arms. We don't have that kind of bridge here. I actually really miss that sort of bridge. It's, yeah, just like triangles, but they're made of copper, and so they're green. Hmm. They're really pretty. One of those big green copper triangle bridges. Yep. Yeah. Looking at it made goosebumps creep up my arms, and I started looking around for a stick or something to defend myself with, (laughs) just in case old Doghead showed up. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I was leaning down to pick up a thick walking stick when I heard something heavy walking in the bushes about a foot away. Well, you know what, actually? Maybe a stick would be the right defense with <laughs> with dog-mouthed human body. Go get him, dog lady! Yeah, run fast. Scratch dog lady's belly. <laughs> it sounded heavy, as if it were a big animal or a tall person. Or both at once? Whispered a tiny voice at the back of my brain. Both at once. My pulse throbbed with fear, and I froze in my bent-over position. Bent over? Oh, He's stick. picking up a stick. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Scratch butt. <laughs> at once, the rustling ceased, and the woods around me grew very quiet. <gasps> then a shout came from the bridge, breaking the spell. Come on, Gary, what are you waiting for? <laughs> oh, we finally learned his real name. Gary. Like Jack Indiana. Gary. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jack Gary of Glen Gary, Jack, Indiana, Ross. Hello. <laughs> I'm coming, I called back, grabbing a stick and hurrying behind the barrier. Around me, the wind picked up, making a sound like the ocean surf in the trees above. I could dimly see Diane and Cliff huddled together at the rusted railing, shining their flashlights in the water. But the darkness was almost upon us, and I knew in a few minutes 
and I knew a few minutes more would turn them into dark figures, black on black. Racist. I want my baby back. I dug out my own flashlight and turned it on, shining it cautiously down the length of the old bridge, looking for booby traps. <laughs> As you do, Which... look for boobies trap, trapping boobs, booby uh, boob trappings, uh, boob droppings, traps snatched. <laughs> boob droppings is just breast milk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, Unless you find like a wild boob and it's just, you know, it does its business. It's not up oh, to- Oh no, it's not the dog-faced lady. It's a, a wild, wild boob. boob. <laughs> it's just the disparaging term they use to describe uh, that guy who teaches the folklore class at, at, at the school. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a wild boob. Huh, he's such a wild boob. <laughs> Um, what sorts of boobery will this man drop <laughs> um, I could see holes in the old road that crossed the rickety bridge and as I looked several small stones loosened by the feet of my friends fell down into one of the holes and splashed into the water below <laughs> it's one of those bridges I made a mental note of the position of the holes having no desire to follow the rocks into the drink yikes he was only four inches tall <laughs> As I stepped onto the old crumbly bridge, I heard the sound of a dog barking way off in the distance. I froze and the bridge seemed to rumble below my feet, like the growl of a big dog. Although that might have been the wind, which was blowing up a gale overhead. I mean, it it sounds like any small gust of wind could knock this entire whole laden bridge down. <laughs> It doesn't sound like a very good situation. Also, coyotes? It could it could be a coyotes. Um and yeah, I think the more pressing concern in this situation is not necessarily ladies, dog-faced or otherwise, but America's crumbling infrastructure. Yes. As is often the yes. case. The scariest story is the state of dams in this country <laughs> yes and this was very likely even in the 80s just imagine what this bridge is like now <laughs> Doghead boar bridge it's even america's infrastructure is crumbling to the extent that even the dog-faced ladies who inhabit them can't cross their own bridges how dare cruel <laughs> <laughs> we're distracted by our own dog-faced lady yeah <laughs> Um, Which, by the way, <clears throat> what happened to the other set here? So instead of like human body dog head, what happened to dog body human head? The coroner showed up, sewed them together, and buried them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, being dog, it yeah. dug its way out. Mm -hmm. I assume. I assume that they they buried the lady's head. And threw the dog in the river, probably. Um, uh, suddenly, Cliff spotted something to his right, all covered in weeds and leaves. He shone his flashlight on the object and gave a shout, Look, it's a tire from the accident. It's not from the accident, I said, inching past another hole and reaching the railing beside him. The couple was killed on the second bridge, not the first. I gripped the railing and could feel the bridge trembling slightly beneath my hand. Come on, Diane said. The second bridge is right down here. She loped across the bridge, flashlight darting here and there, illuminating <laughs> rusted girders. Oh, point number two about ghost hunting. 
It's always spookier if you're whipping your flashlight around. You never whip the flashlight. No, around. yeah. The faster you whip the flashlight, the spookier the whole entire thing is. Yeah, because you just see the ghost for a second as opposed to seeing it enough to not be scared. Yep. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> Diane, get it together. <laughs> Cliff and I followed in her wake, catching up with her when the path narrowed and she was forced to slow down. It was at this juncture that the whole expedition became surreal to me. The woods seemed to close in on us. The wind howled and the trees rustled and shook, but the three of us seemed to be wrapped in a bubble of traveling silence. Every time I glanced into the dark trees to either side of us, I thought I saw pinpricks of light, like the reflection of a dog's eyes. A very tall dog. Uh, oh no. I shuddered. Diane was chattering enthusiastically to Cliff as we walked. I like that both of them are just like, Chippy chip tip hip 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 walking along having a fun time and this guy is just trapped in a cocoon of terror. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's the guy who got too high at the party. <laughs> Dog yeah. lady. Yeah, him and uh, uh Laura or whatever her name was, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I like that there are two different experiences happening, much like the dog and human here in this story, Uh, both very disconnected and yet connected. Like I like I often say of like my favorite aspect of movies is when it's very clear that the characters in them are (laughs) experiencing totally different movies. Yes, (laughs) yes. Um, Yeah, Gary is in an entirely different movie. Diane was chattering to Cliff enthusiastically as we walked, but none of her words were registering. All I could hear was the roar of the wind, and all I could feel was the strange bubble of silence all around us. That's when the barking began. It started on our right side, then switched with unnatural speed to the left, and then to the right. Diane shrieked and clutched at Cliff, almost banging him in the eye with her flashlight. (laughs) Yeah, this sounds exactly like ghost hunting when I was a teen. Basically nothing but like just uh, bad choices and terror. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds yeah. right. Bad choices, terror, and sexual tension. Will yeah. they? Won't they? <laughs> In what arrangement? Gary, let's get out of here! Shouted Cliff. I agreed wholeheartedly and turned around and saw the glowing figure of the dog-headed woman standing directly behind me. Why does it glow? Is it radioactive? Is it because of the pollution from Gary? Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah it's it it glows because of all of the radioactive things that got fed into the the water system uh because of all of the industry in gary indiana which is just one or two towns to the north of what is this i don't know spring water bridge town spring water bridge town san pierre yeah yeah san pierre yeah that's why that's what er- i said that's why erie is so eerie <laughs> quite just ask that show about that boy, that show Erie, Indiana. I have never heard of this. It was like kind of like Tales from the Crypt or <laughs> ghosts and kids who slept in Tupperware. Hmm. The barking sound increased now on both sides of the path as if 20 dogs were closing in on our position. But the apparition in front of me was silent as if it, she were trapped in the bubble with us. Hmm. Um, it was tall and the woman's body was clothed in a pretty floral dress. <laughs> Why? Because it's a lady from the fifties. <sighs> so, so it's 
I'm picturing like the smiling, goofy head of an Australian shepherd, like with a big weird spot on one eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like a lady's oh body in like a floral printed like mini dress. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so is it is it one of those like fit and flare dresses uh-huh. where it's like really big on the bottom, but like super, super skinny at the waist, yes. like Taylor Swift? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh-huh. nice blue pansies, nice florals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aussie, crazy the eyes. Crazy eyes for sure. Absolutely. Tongue akimbo. <laughs> Um, you know what it's way better with the tongue out yeah yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, the floral gown somehow made the dog's head rising from her neck seem even more grotesque and the the eyes in the dog's head glowed red so not quite Aussie eyes Um, I reeled back against Cliff and Diane who whirled around to see what was wrong Diane screamed, Cliff screamed, and I gave a sudden wild roar, bent over and ran right at the monster, my head and shoulders tensed for impact. I plowed into the creature like a linebacker taking down (laughs) an opponent, and for a moment my body was filled with a heart-stopping coldness. Oh, Jack Gary. I caught strange visions from two perspectives. A looming car bore down on a small dog at the same instant as the woman looked through the windshield and saw the same dog. Then I was through and shouting my friends to run. Run! <laughs> go, go, go! Um, I heard Cliff dodging the phantom to the right <laughs> and Diane crashing around it on the left. Light from the dog-headed woman glowed all around us, illuminating the trees eerily from underneath, highlighting the bottoms of the leaves that were still whipping in the wind. I ran for my life, faster than I'd ever gone before, the air puffing out of me like a bellows. I didn't think I was going to have to abandon two friends, but here we are! (laughs) Start the car! (laughs) Fuck you, goodbye! Um... I really want to do his holler. What did? What was the sound that was his holler? Um, gave a sudden wild roar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit in that audio of Howard Dean screaming at the 2012 Democratic Convention here. <laughs> <laughs> I told the dog-faced lady that we were going to go straight to the White House, and then I let out a noise that killed my political career. <laughs> i spotted the first bridge ahead and put on a burst of speed that i normally didn't possess but adrenaline will do that to a fellow and the adrenaline was sure pumping now i was across howdy it was sure pumping that adrenaline (laughs) despite all the steroid treatments (laughs) boy howdy (laughs) yeah it's just it's arnold schwarzenegger sprinting across a bridge That's his wild roar. Um, um, I was across the bridge in a heartbeat. Cliff and Diane still right behind me. As we dodged around the bear, I could see the car was running and the headlights were on. I grabbed for the door handle and found it locked. Lisa, open the door. It's Gary. I I heard Lisa fumbling with the lock as I yanked the handle again. The rest of the door was unlocked, but I'd pulled at the wrong moment and the door remained locked. Again. Again, I shouted to Lisa. In the longest second I'd ever lived through, Lisa leaned across and flicked open the lock with her hand. Cliff and Diane had already slammed into the back, and I made it into the uh, Cliff and Diane had already slammed into the back by the time I made it into the front. Floor it, Diane screamed. Florals. Fl- floral gown. I mean, floor the car. I'm go. 
Lisa slammed the car into gear with shaking hands and gunned it. We were in the car fishtailing wildly for a moment before the tires gained traction. <laughs> I glanced toward the bridge and saw a grotesque dog-faced figure floating on the far side, watching us. In a second, it disappeared behind a screen of tire uh, of trees. <laughs> In a second, it disappeared behind a screen of trees as the car shot off down the road, seeming to hit every pothole as Lisa raced for home. <laughs> I saw it, Lisa cried through chattering teeth as she drove frantically down the road. I saw the bright light coming towards me down the road, just like in the story. I thought it was the dead, but it vanished just before it reached the car. <laughs> well... Fuck you, Diane. Diane responds, well, we saw the dog-headed woman. Uh, Fuck you, Lisa. <laughs> boy, what a tight-knit group of friends here. It's real, real huh. pissy backstabbing shit going on here. Just, you know, you gotta watch out for each other. At that, Jill nearly drove off the road <laughs> in panic. <laughs> Who's Jill? Wait, what? No way. It really says Jill? <laughs> it says Jill. <gasps> Is that because it was Jack and Jill originally? I bet it was. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. So they changed Jill to <laughs> Diane, and then they changed Jack to Craig. Cliff? I don't think there was ever a Jack. Wait. It was just Diane. Wait. Okay, so there's Cliff, but then... Oh, Greg. It's Greg. It's Greg. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it was Jill and it was Jill and Greg, I guess, in 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 Sandy Schlosser's original one, and she changed it to Lisa. Oh, so, jeez! This happens occasionally, where like you can tell that <laughs> that she just you know took an existing story and like changed names uh, and places. Oh, I love that. Oh boy, <laughs> that's cheap. So at that, Jill, whoever she was, nearly drove off the road. Um, I caught the wheel of the car just in time and steered us back into the center. Don't freak out the driver, Cliff scolded. You nearly got us killed. <laughs> By Jill, whoever is that Jill is. Is Jill the car? <laughs> You'll scare the car. <laughs> the car, the driver, don't freak <laughs> out the, the Jill. <laughs> don't. Uh, after what seemed like ages, we reached the main road and everyone relaxed, more or less. We didn't talk much on the return trip. I think we'd had enough of a scare for one Halloween. Yeah, they didn't talk much because they were all just feeling each other up. <laughs> they were almost killed by a dog-faced lady. I mean, football guy, you know, did his like slamming and had some sort of like weird, creepy vision and then was just like, everyone get out of here. And they were all like, okay, I guess we're scared now. Har har. Meanwhile, they were all just like expecting to have a spooky and or sexy time uh, <laughs> while Diane, no, not Diane, but the other one, Jill, Jill Lisa, <laughs> Lisa, Jill, Lisa, Jill is in slash is the car. <laughs> I brought my girlfriend. Just not a wanting to be a part of this foursome. Yeah. <laughs> wanting it to only be a threesome tonight. They said that that. Diane and Craig, Jim, Cliff, 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 Cliff. Cliff. Uh, <laughs> they they say that Diane and Cliff saw the spooky dog lady too. So, 
Yeah, of course they did. I, <laughs> of and, course and, they saw the and spooky Lisa in the car saw Lisa in the car saw the spooky light too. <laughs> yeah, which was probably just Diane's fucking crazy flashlight. <laughs> Didn't you say you were the one who kind of believed in spooky things? Well, th- I, I believe in spooky things, but I also think teenagers are dumb. <laughs> Look, they drove out here to park in one car. The four of them. The two couples. And or whatever polyamorous group you want them to be in, in your mind. All right. I guess that's... They came for a spooky, sexy time. That's what I'm saying. In in this... Uh, this- this book that's for children that is a thing that (laughs) could potentially happen look kids don't know everyone knows this that's how disney gets away with this as well okay so they're they're gonna go look at a dog-faced lady and then like have sex with each other on a on a rotting bridge it's like yeah no that's like fucking porn for teenagers in indiana that's how that's how that goes i take back everything good that i said about the midwest yes everyone does that's why i don't live there anymore yeah fair enough so, all right, that was, that was like medium spooky. Yeah, yeah. You know. I I actually would relate that very closely to stories that I have experienced myself. Yeah, I've had many a night of like spooky encounter with ghosts. Mm-hmm. Ghosts in air quotes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly I will, I will, that. I will point out that again, these four people did... According to the text, see a literal dog-faced monster woman that wanted yeah. to tear them apart with her teeth. I mean, okay, they yes, they saw that, <laughs> but but like, <laughs> just how though? Like how how did the dog and the human body like get melded together like what is the scientific reasoning for that is it legitimately plausible let's go is it just magic. that they happen to die at the exact like millisecond of each other in the same location like it, what is the metaphysical implication of this being it's probably one of those situ like you know if you if you if the molecules in one object are, are vibrating at the exact same frequency as the molecules in another, they'll just pass right through <laughs> each other. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the lady crashed into the dog and their heads swapped. All right. All right. But why did they get swapped on one, one of the body sets, but not the other? And, like, why would one be a physical manifestation and the other would be a ghostly manifestation? You can take this up with sassy sippy cup. (laughs) I'm going to assume... That's my favorite one yet, sassy sippy cup. I'm going to assume that this is the story of a vengeful dog who, I don't know, was bummed out about getting hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah. You know what sucks... We never get to hear the dog's name. <laughs> we don't know what their name is. Maybe the dog is Jill. Yeah, maybe Jill, the dog is Jill. Jill the dog. Yeah, so wait. Why didn't the car that hit the dog become part of this? 
Why isn't why isn't it like car body human body dog heads <laughs> with tail like so it's it's a car with like a a yeah, floral like, a lady in a floral dress coming out of the hood yeah. with a dog's head yeah 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 or it could be like a human body with like car wheels for <laughs> arms and legs and then like dog head and and tail i think they should have a tail because what you're describing is like a battle bot or like a rick and morty character but like they all died at the same time they all theoretically collided together i'm just saying why doesn't this ghost exist by that token then the bridge should be part of it too yeah so it's like it's a bridge with like a car's body look we're all one all things in the universe are one thing why not why wouldn't it be this way that's all i'm saying i don't like your read of this story (laughs) (laughs) yeah well tough luck (laughs) i think it was a fine story about some people finding some sort of a dog monster on a bridge and you think that it should be a a car orgy uh Different strokes for different folks, I guess. Fair enough. Um, what is being alive or dead? It's above this podcast pay grade is what it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, on this podcast, we, we use a a rating system that is something out of five somethings. Uh, so I am going to give that... Uh, One out of two mismatched corpses. <laughs> no. One out of two. That's fifty percent. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah, that's not that's too a bad. that's a that's a half grade. Oh boy! No, I, I want to give it more than that because that that is that's genuinely spooky. They there was a little bit of like evocative spookiness of like oh you're on the bridge it's it's creepy you know you're hmm. seeing stuff in the in the in the bushes and your dumb friends are like just not fucking checking their six mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean there is genuine thrill to that yeah yeah that's absolutely a fun way to spend a night that's why you and your friends go to the bridge <laughs> like that's the appeal oh i'm not saying that it's fun i'm saying that it's relatable <laughs> as the person <laughs> in the group who sees the dog-faced lady well well you know like cliff and diane are like looking at a fun rock or whatever um yeah, I relate. Fair. Good for good for uh good for uh bread. Greg. Bread. Um, yeah, bread. Good for Greg. Um Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to I'm going to give that one uh 3 out of 4 members of an orgy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it uh <laughs> 30 out of 40 potholes. That's almost all of them. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, no fair. Yeah. It was uh, that was fine. That was yeah. yeah. It was it was dumb but in a way that was okay. <laughs> yeah. Fun, relatable, imaginative. Yeah. I didn't hate it like I hate all of those dumb stories about fucking minors like from ERS. the ones that go in the rocks yes okay yeah it's always like every time it's a minor story it's like 
Old Timmy was down in the well, and then he saw he saw a spook down there, and the spook said, "Oh, Timmy, if you keep mining in the in the well, you're gonna oh, you stay out of the mine, you're gonna die." Yeah, it's always just like methane. Yeah, and then Timmy was like, "Oh, and then I didn't stay out of the out of the mine, and then I died." Mm-hmm. Yeah, bridge bridges uh, over mines any day. Yeah, literally. Yep. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's all part right. one. Um, I'm going to run to the bathroom and then it's part two. Then it's my turn. Do you love The Bachelor franchise? Ah, the romance, the adventure, the drama. But do you also kind of hate The Bachelor franchise? Oh yeah, the sexism, the racism, the intense heteronormativity of it all. Here at Date Card, we're just two obsessed queerdos who love to dissect, talk shit, and get blocked by problematic contestants. Yeah, we're here for the good, the bad, and the chad of it all. You can find us on Soblo Media, iTunes, and Spotify. Please accept this rose! Um, okay, so yeah, I think I am going to go with... Um... <gasps> Stiffy Green is from Terre Haute. Okay. All right, let's do Stiffy Green. No. Ha <laughs> No, Stiffy Green. I don't want to do Stiffy Green. I already Stiffy read Stiffy Green. Green on my own. No. Hmm. Um, okay, then let's do... <gasps> Fireball is from Huntington County. That's not on the list. Why? <laughs> Reflection is uh. from Fort Wayne. <gasps> Hatchaman... <gasps> the Night Shift is from Indianapolis. We have to do that one. You don't get to pick the yes, second I get one. To, I get to... What? You got no. to pick the first one. I get to pick the second one. <gasps> That's not fair. I believe you'll I find it's I don't think in... I was explained the rules. Not properly, anyhow. Uh, okay, no. Let's do... All right, what do you want? Let's do the night shift. Okay. Be it on your head. Oh, uh, yay. Okay. Wait, why? Is it bad? Have well, you read know. it? Okay. It might be great, but if not, All be right. it on your head. All right. <laughs> cool. So yeah, this is this is fun because I am from Indianapolis proper. That's where I like was like up and and coming as a a late youth. <laughs> I don't know, you know, like you do your as an somewhere. old baby. That's where I lived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's where I was in my twenties. Uh, yep, uh, but yeah, no, like born not there. So and like raised not there. <laughs> But you were there at some point. Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. The night shift from Indianapolis. When I got laid off from my job, my girlfriend, Maria, suggested I take a position as a night watchman or maintenance worker at the old <gasps> Central State Hospital. <laughs> Do you know that place yeah. or is it just... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Central State is this real fucking cool insane asylum. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, is it just like in town? Yeah, it's uh, it's like west of Indianapolis by a little bit. Um, it is revered for its spookiness. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a place that like you could like just go and like sneak in, but it's also like a really cool historical build building. Um, yeah, there's like a whole lot of 
fascinating history and architecture at it which is really cool there are like tours that you can go to during the day mm-hmm. uh anyway so yeah central state hospital cool <laughs> so it's an actual place my assumption oh, yeah. is always just that um uh sultry slappy pants just makes them up mm-hmm. so i guess i i should give shippy sham sham shippy spiegelman i should give shorshi ronan the benefit of the doubt (laughs) yeah yeah speaking of the movie hannah (laughs) um yeah so yeah central state hospital Mm -hmm. maria's cousin was working there doing maintenance around the buildings Maria really likes suggesting that her friends and family work as maintenance workers at Central State Hospital. You should work at the insane asylum. <laughs> You'd be great there. It's Clean fine. it up. <laughs> Clean it up. Just go there, but when people ask, then <laughs> just say, you don't have to be crazy to work here, but it helps. Yeah. <sighs> I didn't much favor the idea. Our narrator is speaking. Sure. I'd lived most of my life in Indianapolis, and I grew up hearing stories about Central State Hospital, both before and after it closed, as we all have. Sure. In 1884, nope, 1848. Yeah. In 1848, Central State Hospital opened as a hospital for the insane. Conditions inside the facility were pretty grim in the early years. <laughs> <laughs> patients patients were neglected and abused. The dungeon-like basements were so dark, humid, and foul that one visiting superintendent said they were unfit for life of any kind. Well, thank God we don't have that problem in America anymore because we closed <sighs> all of the hospitals and threw everyone on the street. Yes, thank God for all these maintenance workers. Thanks, Geraldo. Maniacs, lacking light, air, food, and human companionship, raved and howled like tortured beasts. Rotting floors and rough straw mattresses were the norm, and roofs leaked on patients and staff alike. Those who weren't insane to begin with could have easily been driven mad in those conditions. It seems fair. Things at the hospital didn't improve until 1890. (laughs) When it burned down... (laughs) When the state appointed a special committee to investigate conditions there, which resulted in sweeping reforms. Even then, it it remained under a cloud of dust. (laughs) Like a metaphorical one? Like, you know, when you have a bad day and people say that you're under a cloud? Yeah, I think that's what they mean. Okay. Just like Gary, Indiana with its gray skies. (laughs) With its radiation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A cloud. Hmm. Rumors still abounded regarding neglect, use of restraints, and patient maltreatment, although many of the staff did their best to help patients despite conditions such as overcrowding, poor funding, and poor training. Yeah, that is actually one of the huge, like, bummers. Uh, anyway, (laughs) by 1970, (laughs) 90 years later, that is, Most of the hospital's Victorian-era buildings had been declared unsound and were demolished and replaced by brick dormitories. The rumors continued until the hospital was shut in 1994. The building's actually much safer now. We got rid of all the Victoria bullshit and we replaced it with good, solid asbestos. (laughs) Breathe it in deep. Smell of safety. 
I've heard strange stories about that place, I told my girlfriend. People say it's haunted by ghosts of former patients. <laughs> Hogwash! I don't believe in ghosts, she said crisply. My cousin hasn't had any troubles. This is Maria speaking. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maria was in the middle of preparing for a theater performance and was speaking to the back of the room. <laughs> <clears throat> your cousin wouldn't know a ghost if it came up and introduced itself to him I replied just as crisply <laughs> slash a whole lot more crisply <laughs> still I needed a job and I didn't think a career in the fast food industry would suit someone of my temperament so I went in for an interview and was hired immediately as a general handyman <laughs> as, as it happens I walked in and told them I didn't think much of fast food and they hired me on the spot it was a weird day. <laughs> I started off on the day shift, which wasn't too bad. The old buildings were creaky and there was an air about the place. <laughs> As if someone were watching you from dark corners that, that made my skin prickle. Still, it wasn't too bad. I'd always liked working with my hands, so doing odd jobs suited me very well. The only place I got really creeped out was the catacombs. <laughs> Why, though? Oh, yeah. Why would the catacombs be scary? Yeah. Yeah, the catacombs run all the way under Indianapolis. You could actually access them through, like, most buildings. Anyway. In what situation has that ever been a good idea? The uh, fun fact the jail in Boone County was actually connected to the courthouse through a little, like, tiny circular tunnel that you could walk through. Yeah, it was super spooky. I went, like, halfway down it. I didn't go the whole way. Good. I got too creeped out. Good. Creepy. Anyway, okay. So, anyway. So, Guy doesn't like catacombs. Yeah, the catacombs. The catacombs in Indianapolis that are connected to Central State. The only place I got really creeped out was the catacombs, which seemed to hiss with silent voices while strange shadows flickered across the walls. You don't go down there. <laughs> yeah, don't it's do it. Just... <laughs> but also, like, what, you probably don't need to repair much in the catacombs. It's yeah. not like, well, that's where we keep, you know, the fuses and the, br and the boiler. Yeah. Maybe they just use it as storage. This That's, is where we store the bones. Yeah, yeah, the bones, the brooms. All of these dog-headed human skeletons <laughs> from that breeding experiment that, that the hospital was a cover-up for. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That's I'm why we don't go to Gary anymore. I'm creating a sassy Schlosser extended cinematic universe <laughs> linking yeah. the stories. I would really appreciate that. I would love to see that happen as a series of short films. <laughs> That'd be great. Anyway, so then my supervisor asked me to switch over to night duty. I didn't like the notion at all. All along, I'd made sure I was done with my work and hurrying through the wrought iron fence surrounding the campus before dusk. I did not want to be at Central State Hospital at night. But my supervisor made it very clear that it was change my hours or lose my job. So I agreed to take the night shift. Dun dun dun! Why do they need, like, a nighttime handyman? Like, 
shit can't wait until the morning yeah yeah wasn't the hospital like mostly closed down by then or whatever yeah i mean all right what it's narrative Spooky narrative pur- nighttime handyman yeah. gotta make the rounds narrative purposes in in two pages this guy's gonna be called jill whatever <laughs> yeah the very first night I was on duty, I was walking to a repair job with Maria's cousin, that one from earlier. <clears throat> the one who wouldn't know a ghost if it came up and introduced itself to him? Quite. Who also worked the night shift, <laughs> when I heard something screaming, coming from across the trees in a grove. I jumped a mile and turned toward the sound, ready to run to the rescue. <laughs> Maria's cousin caught my arm and pulled me to a halt. Oh, Amigo, it's just a ghost. He said, oh, wow, I assumed she was a girl. Hmm. Uh, am- amigo, it's just a ghost, he said. Come on. A ghost, I gasped. What do you mean, a ghost? A man is screaming out there. I said you wouldn't know one of those if it came up and introduced itself to you. No one is out there, he said calmly, though I could see his hand was trembling where it gripped his toolbox. Many years ago, an inmate stoned a fellow patient to death in that grove. Sometimes, the ghost of that victim cries out. Believe me, it is better not to see. I felt guilty for walking away from the grove. I felt as if I might have been able to rescue the screaming man if I'd run into the woods. But how do you rescue a ghost? And cue the Ghostbusters theme song. (laughs) The screams stopped as abruptly as they started, and the silence over the nighttime grounds was ominous and full of a dark, churning energy. I was glad when we got to the building, but it was even worse there. The air seemed to pulse with half-heard voices, and I swear footsteps followed us everywhere we went that first evening. The night seemed to last forever and I practically ran out the door as soon as I signed off my shift. Um, I thought about telling Maria about the ghosts, now that I knew her cousin also believed in them. (laughs) But my pragmatic girlfriend would probably laugh at me, or worse, call me a coward. I wasn't a coward, of course not! Okay, Marty McFly, chill. (laughs) No one calls me yellow! So I threw an empty pie pan at the ghost. (laughs) Maria's cousin kept working at the hospital in spite of the ghosts, and nothing had happened to him. So I kept on working there, too. Gradually, I got used to the old hospital at night. If I heard screams or moans, I just ignored them. And I I wore a special priest-blessed silver crucifix around my neck, just in case. Just... Just in case. I'd like to see like the the orderlies on duty in the morning being like, there was another, you know, mugging and assault last night. How is nobody hearing it? Like people must be screaming. Is just it, does nobody hear them when they call out? Like, even if six out of seven are are ghosts, like that leaves that leaves one you, <laughs> like there's gonna be some margin of error where there's just like, you know, an old age pensioner like bludgeoned half to death in a cul-de-sac or something like (laughs) (sighs) got that silver crucifix and those nice big earmuffs 
to keep you protected. <laughs> giant like construction worker uh, ear protection mm-hmm. as he's just like walking by like somebody Do-do-do. bleeding on the ground. <laughs> Only look at the ceiling. That's the song I sing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's another noose. Close your eyes when you're walking. (laughs) Don't think about it. Shoes are covered in blood. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) It's just cherry jam. (laughs) I must have made some wine last night by accident. Oh, well, anyway. Oh, no. (laughs) After about a month after I started working the night shift... (laughs) Good afternoon, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea. I am a time traveler. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> About a month after I started working the night shift, Maria's cousin and I were sent down. <laughs> uh, Maria's cousin and I were sent down to the boiler room to pull ashes. I hated the boiler. <laughs> just like it just bat from bad to worse. Like go down to the boiler room. Look out for all the Freddy Kruegers down there. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's gonna be fine. Just close your eyes. Next, they wanted me to burn all of these Bibles that they had lying around. Anyway, I I hated the boiler room as soon as I set foot in it. It was shadowy and full of columns and corners, and I knew immediately that we weren't alone. Were they Ionic or Doric? Spooky column laughter. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, there's there's too much architecture. It makes him feel uncomfortable. Go on. They were likely Doric. <laughs> As we worked with our shovels, I heard someone, I think it was a woman, moaning in the corner of the room. Oh my God, this guy will just ignore literally everything. It's probably fine. I don't know. Oh my God. Do, 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 do. I ignored it. <laughs> As I'd done all the other times. <laughs> That's actually what it says. I ignored it. As I'd done all the other times, I'd heard strange sounds in the hospital. But the sound grew louder and turned to screams. Maria's cousin suddenly jerked upright and stalked toward the corner, holding his shovel in front of him like a shield. I followed reluctantly and shone my flashlight into the dark place where the light did not reach. No one was there. I mean, this. to be fair, this was during the time when flashlights were just incandescent bulbs that would only go, like, yeah. 10 feet at most. <laughs> yes, fair. So where the light did not reach was most places. <laughs> we went back to shoveling ashes. But I swear I kept seeing out of the corner of my eyes a shadow, flicking from column to column. I broke into a cold sweat and shoveled faster. When we finished, Maria's cousin and I ran out of the room so fast that we hit the doorway in the same instant and were wedged together in the frame for a moment. We jockeyed for position, and finally I shoved Maria's cousin through. I followed a second later, and I swear I felt someone push me in the lower back as I exited the door. <laughs> well, that's helpful. Yeah, it's a helpful ghost. It's, it's a friendly get out of my ashes. It's the, the ghost of that third stooge. <laughs> <laughs> I was shaken by the incident and thought about quitting my job. Man, I keep reading these opposite. Like, 
anytime there's something that's like regular, I read it as super intense and then just, yeah. I was shaken by the incident and thought about quitting my job. That's better. There you go. I wasn't sleeping so well during the day and Maria had... Uh, and Maria had commented on the black shadows under my eyes, probably from the fucking ashes. Anyway. You seem, um, I don't know, haunted. <laughs> <laughs> you getting enough sleep? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I still hadn't told her about the ghosts, but I believed in them. Oh, yes, I believed. Oh, Yes. I believed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it It would be weird at this point if he didn't. <laughs> like, I keep finding, uh, like, weird little burned-in fingerprints on my clothes, and, you know, I've, I've, I see shadows in the corner of my eyes at night. Uh, it's, I guess it's just, you know, I need new, I need new glasses. <laughs> I love that throughout this, he's just getting hardened to all of these ghosts. Uh, <laughs> he's experiencing them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing over here. Just what, what is that? Some screaming memes. It's fine. Yeah. It's transitioned from uh, that can't be real straight into that's definitely real, but it's not going to. It's fine. <laughs> Look, I'm just here to fix the fuses. I can't, uh, I can't uh, uh, extricate the dead from their earthly bounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was on break a couple of nights later, hanging out with the guys in the old powerhouse where the boiler room was, when a coworker came rushing up to us. He was white as a sheet and shaking like a leaf in a hurricane. Dogface lady got me. <laughs> What's the matter? One of the guys asked him. I was uh, taking a nap in uh, one of the pump rooms, the man said, his voice pausing in little jerks as he spoke. And, and... (laughs) What is this voice? Is the ghost going to be a frog in his throat? I don't know. There are a lot of, like, (laughs) M-dashes. Someone was choking me down there, (laughs) the man gasped. All in a rush. I can feel hands tied around my neck. But where I broke loose and turned on the light, nobody was there. (laughs) It's Bobcat Goldflake. (laughs) 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 All right, so Bobcat Goldflake was getting choked in a basement. Choked by a ghost. Sure, all right. (laughs) You're nuts. You were just dreaming. His friend snapped. Oh, oh, yeah, the man said, looking at him square in the eye. What about this? He pulled aside his collar, and we could all see deep red marks around his eyes. It looked as if heavy fingers had pressed into his throat, trying to choke him. Everyone gasped, and I recoiled, grabbing the crucifix around my neck. Silver. As the other men pressed him for details, I grabbed Maria's cousin by the arm. That's it, I hissed. I quit. I don't care if Maria thinks I'm a coward. I marched out of the building and headed for the gate as fast as my legs would carry me. As I reached the guardhouse, I saw a figure in white hurrying toward the gate in front of me. It glowed faintly. (laughs) Sir, you forgot to punch your spooky time sheet. You gotta clock out. Sir, 
you have to give two weeks. Can you at least cover your shift tomorrow? <laughs> Don't do this to me. We've got a bunch of guys that need to get choked out in a basement. Don't leave me hanging. <laughs> yeah, it turns out everyone that he worked with was also a ghost. He's like, I, yeah. I, in hindsight, I thought everyone was radioactive. I thought everyone was from Gary. <laughs> My arms broke out in goosebumps and I reversed direction, not wanting to walk out into the escaping figure. No, 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 no. <laughs> not wanting to walk into the escaping figure. I nearly mowed down a second ghost slipping past. Jesus. Oh my God. They're everywhere now. <laughs> I dodged just in time to avoid being walked through. And then I exited the benighted hospital on the heels of the two phantom inmates who were trying to escape their fate. The ghosts vanished down the street in one direction and I tore off in the other. Never again, I vowed as I ran home. Humming watermelon sugar all the way. Never again. I told Maria that if she gave me a hard time about quitting, we were through. <laughs> I guess my girlfriend likes me more than I thought because she never mentioned Central State Hospital to me again. And she helped me to find a job with a friend of hers who does carpentry. I discovered later that her cousin quit his job a couple of days after I did, and he told Maria, in no uncertain terms, that ghosts did exist. Thank you very much, and he didn't want to talk about it. So I was vindicated, at least in the eyes of my girl, which counts for a lot. The end. <laughs> I love that as an ending. It, it's a it's real like, like I win. It really it it it's it's very much like somebody like pleading their case, like they <laughs> turn into the jury, and that counts for something. Thank you. <laughs> like it's it it reeks of somebody pleading their case. Like he's he's still not sure, and it sounds like he's trying to convince somebody of ghost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, in telling this story to somebody, uh, he had the benefit of them believing in ghosts more than he did. Oh, I I thought you were going to say that like it's that thing where you start telling a story and you think it's either like really funny or really scary, and by the end of it, you're like, I guess you kind of had to be there, and then that that's why he threw in those <laughs> gr those gratuitous ghosts at the end, where it's like, and then I almost bumped into one, and then there was another one that I saw. But anyway, I kept going. Goodbye. <laughs> it it counts. It, it you counts should talk something. to Maria's cousin about it. He knows. He was there. <clears throat> well, that was <clears throat> less scary. Really? I thought that was a lot spookier than Dog Lady. I mean, maybe it was just because I was picturing Bobcat Goldthwait for <laughs> half of it, but um, I don't know. Like, I, I guess... I don't know. It, it felt a little bit... Uh, it felt a little bit tropier to me, like, a oh, guy thinks the ghosts aren't real, and then he goes to a place where there's ghosts, and then suddenly there's ghosts. Mm. Who the thunk comes? 
Yeah, it reads a little bit more plausible to me, just <laughs> personally knowing Here, what Central are... State actually is. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, and I'm, also... And Dogface Bridge is scarier to me because I know what both dogs and bridges are. <laughs> <laughs> so... But could you imagine a dog-faced gold central state bridge hospital for the insane dog? All right, hear me out. The dog is crazy and the dog is a lady and his legs are a building. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, all right. I think uh, uh, I am going to give this one three out of five ghostly fingerprints on a neck. Just kind of right down the middle. Yeah. Yeah, three out of five. That's pretty good because, you know, if you got your hand around the neck of somebody, it's very likely that you'd get, like, four, <laughs> but your pinkies are probably pretty weak, so, like, three seems good. That seems safe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a safe ghost chokehold. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to give it mm, 75 out of 92 <laughs> shovels of ash. I'm, Most of them. I'm gonna but need not all of them. Fair. So yeah, okay. So it's 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 your rating and then some of your rating that is on the floor around your rating. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a little iffy. You mostly did it. You mostly did it. Had a good time. Yeah. So somewhat competent. <laughs> somewhat competent. Um a little uh a little confused about what the job is. <laughs> But doing it. I go into the basement and I replace the ghosts. <laughs> That's what I do. They they burn out sometimes, so I unscrew them. Yeah. I have to yeah. send them off to that special plant to be recycled because they're full of mercury now. I mean, I'm He's... supposed to like take out their ashes and, and rid the campus of their like ghostly presences. I think I'm doing most of that. Maybe not all of it. It's harder to recycle these new energy efficient ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't they just go back to coal based? <laughs> oh. Well, speaking of coal, uh, the campfire is growing low. So while I responsibly douse the flames and then bury it and then douse it again, and then watch it for a period of two to four hours to make sure that it is dead out. Keep it not lit. Uh-huh. Why don't you uh, tell people where they can find you? Ah, well... <clears throat> well... <laughs> we got... <laughs> that was my Hoosier accent coming through. That was Bobcat Goldthwait again. What? Why? <laughs> no. Where is he from? Uh. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, uh, you can find me at Andalux on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and uh, also andalux.com if you want to see some art and stuff. I do video work. Hire me. Hire Anda. Anda Whee! does great work. I um, like slides. Yeah. Cut that. <laughs> I'm just going to add more of a Doppler effect like you're getting further and further away. <laughs> uh, and you can you can find me 
If you really wanted to, you could follow us at Boohaha Pod on Twitter. Just throw it a fucking like. Why is it so hard? Follow me, fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mom. Spooky. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to sobelowmedia.com. This this is as above, so below.